0: amen amen turn with me to the book of genesis chapter 11 the book of genesis chapter 11 and uh sound man i'm i'm going to ask for about as much monitor as you can give me tonight uh because i've had like three voice cracks on the way to this pulpit and that's not normal for me and there's a crew here that if my voice cracks while i'm preaching i'll never live it down and they know exactly who they are and they know where they're at. They're the ones that are laughing really hard in the sound booth right now. So, no. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm, I uh, I was praying today and I, I was planning on preaching something before this morning and as Brother Myers was preaching during the uh, 1045 service, the Lord really just, just spoke to me. A, a very simple title and thought and I uh, went back started studying i really feel like i don't i don't just have a message tonight i really feel like god's given me a word um if you're coming for a pretty message i'm i'm probably going to disappoint you because all i've got is some chicken scratch on a paper right now um but i want the lord to minister tonight more than anything else in this world we've got to have a move of god It is of the utmost importance that every time we get into the house of God that we don't go through the motions and that we don't go through the Pentecostal pedigree timeline and just punch the clock and leave and do what we've been doing. But God has something for each and every single person that's in this place tonight. If you're a visitor tonight and you have never experienced the gift of the Holy Ghost, God has something very unique here for you tonight. If you've been in this and you're fourth or fifth generation and you've been doing this all your life, God has something very specific here for you tonight. I challenge everybody for there to be a spirit of unity to come across this room, that we would come together in one mind and one accord and that we would all agree before I read my text, I'm not leaving here until I get what I came from God. Can we make that general agreement in this place before we go forward? I'm not just here to be here, but I need something from God. Maybe I'm the only one that came with a need tonight. But I know that I have a God that can supply my need according to his riches that are in glory. And the glory of the Lord is already in this room. So I have no doubt that my answer is in this room. So if you need something from God, I want you before we get into the word, I want you before we go another step to lift your hands, remove distractions from your mind get anything that you're thinking about after this service out of your mind get whatever heartache whatever pain just remove it all and say god i'm here to meet with you tonight come on get it convinced in your mind before we get into the word of the lord i'm here for a specific purpose and a specific reason i'm here to get a touch from god come on that's it That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Let unity fall. Let unity fall. Let unity fall. Let unity fall, Let unity fall Jesus. Woo. Amen. I feel it's here. There's an undercurrent of the supernatural in this place. I feel it's here tonight. Amen. Genesis chapter 11, verse number 1. If you have it, shout amen. Amen. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. It came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land and they dwelt there. They said one to another. Somebody say, "Go." go. Two. Let us make brick and burn them Thoroughly, and they had brick for stone and slime they had for mortar. And they said, Somebody say, Go to let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make a name lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. Verse number six. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. And they all have one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Now the people said, Go to. And now look what the Lord is saying. Verse number seven Go to. Go to. Let us go down. And there confound their language that they might not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence and upon the face of the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore, the name of that place is called Babel because the Lord did confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad all the face of the earth. For the next few moments with the help of the holy ghost i want to try to preach to you on this and this is the phrase that i felt the lord speak to me during service today divine intervention would you say that with me divine intervention would you set your bibles down and would you lift your hands unto heaven one more time and would you just ask that god would have his will and his way and that he would anoint his vessel tonight lord i pray I pray that prayer of John the Baptist, Lord, let me decrease that you may increase. Lord, I just wanna do your will in this service tonight. Anoint me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Just as you did for Moses, as you put your words in his mouth, I pray that is what I would have right now. God, put your words in my mouth. Let me not taint your word with flesh or inadequacies, God, but let me do what you've called me to do tonight. And then you just have your will in this service, God. Minister to the hearts of people tonight. Minister to the minds of people tonight. Lord, we need a touch of the supernatural in this service. We need not what man can do or what man can come up with. We don't need anything like that tonight. We just need a touch of the Holy Ghost. We need a divine demonstration in this house tonight. Would you clap your hands and would you rejoice one more time? Oh, come on. Somebody shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 Please be seated. There is no doubt that if you begin to look through scripture, it does not take very long to find that God intervened on his people's behalf. The Bible says that Joshua literally spoke to the son and God caused the son to stand still, said in scripture that it had never happened before and it probably won't ever happen after. We know the often told story of the exodus and how God heard the people's cry of bondage and that he rose up a man by the name of Moses and sent Moses as the voice of God to perform a divine intervention. Ten plagues took place. The strong east wind caused a path in the red sea and that very same sea that looked to be the death of them turned out to kill their enemy a divine intervention daniel was caught up one day in a lion's den thought he had no hope by his very own doing of just being faithful to god he found himself in a dire situation but nevertheless He had faith that God was going to see him through. And God sends an angel as a divine intervention. We know that the children of Israel marched into their promised land and they came to Jericho and they marched around Jericho. And in their marching, they shouted that very last time and by divine intervention, God showed up and the walls came tumbling down. Most of us, if not all, have heard the story of the three Hebrew boys. How they were in the fire, bound together. But God performed a divine intervention. Stepped right in the middle of the flame and set them free and caused a revival of an entire nation. Esther and Mordecai, They were faithful to God, and although he is not recorded speaking in the book of Esther, it does not take very long to notice that there was, in fact, a divine intervention. Saving the genocide of all the Jews that would be murdered by the hand of a hateful man. Peter, by divine intervention, rescued from a prison... Paul and Silas, by divine intervention, rescued from a prison. The viper that Paul shook off in the fire was done by divine intervention. Something about God responding to his people. Something about God hearing his people when they cry in unity and they operate together. Nothing can hinder a unified body of Christ. Nothing can hinder a unified body of Christ. Everything that is happening in our world today is trying to divide and conquer the church. What you see happening in the physical realm, as we all know, is representation of what is taking place in the spiritual realm. As we see a divided nation, we should understand that there is a spirit trying to divide the church trying to put a lot right in the middle of the body of Christ, trying to say one group will do this and one group will do that. But there is power in a unified body of Christ. The enemy is at work trying to bring discord to the body, trying to divide the body trying to give any excuse and feed to any thought that would keep us from being one with the body. Anything he can use, he is using. Anything he can do, he is doing. He will feed any thought, rather it at first seemingly rational. He will feed a rational thought and turn it into an irrational thought, making you become disunified from the body of Christ. And you cannot do this by yourself. We don't need John Wayne's running around the apostolic church. We don't need people thinking I'm bad all by myself. We need the body to realize. I need the hand and I need the foot and I need the arm. We are many members in this place, yes, but we are a part of one body, and the enemy is trying to divide asunder the body of Christ at any means he can. Yeah. Division is what's trying to enter. Praying, asking, talking to the Lord. I really feel and that there is a, a spirit of frustration As I begin to look up that word frustration, I believe it's found, you don't have to put it up, I think it's in Ezra 4 and 6, somewhere through there. The Bible talks about frustration and how two men by the name of Sanballat and Tobiah tried to frustrate the purpose. Do you know what that word frustrate means there? It means they tried to dissolve the work. And we think that when people come with loud mouths like Sanballat and Tobiah, preaching things on media, preaching things on Facebook, preaching things on any media outlet that you can imagine, preaching these things, they are trying to frustrate and dissolve and divide the work of God at this time. We have to become aware to the things that are taking place. Division is trying to enter into the body. We need one another. The one thing the enemy cannot replicate is unity. The Bible talks that the Antichrist is going to come calling fire down from heaven if all we have is the fire falling from heaven they're going to say well what's the difference but when one group says we're unified around here and they can find love within the body they will understand that's where i need to be because every else uh, is trying to pull apart things. Uh, Everybody else uh, is trying to divide us. Uh, But I found a place of love uh, and of unity. Where did you find it? It was at Eastwind Pentecostal Church. Uh, It was at the body of Christ. Uh, Church, hear me. uh, Hear me loud and hear me clear. Uh, We have to understand uh, we need one another. Uh, We need the church body. Uh, We need Sunday morning service. Uh, We need Wednesday night Word, we need Sunday night church, we need one another, we need the body. Oh, come on, shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. We need a divine intervention. If you look, God has called us to be the changing factor. Of our surroundings. God has called us. Matthew 5. 13 through 16. He begins to talk about a few things. He says. "Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor. Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing. But it be cast out. And to be trodden under foot of men. And ye are the light of the world. A city that is set upon a hill. That cannot be hid. We need to think about those two phrases for just a moment. Salt is called to change its surroundings. Light is called to be the penetrating force through darkness. But when you're divided, I am convinced you lose your savor. When you're not in unity, I am convinced you lose your light. There's just something about the power of unity. That's why Jesus said, I left the 99 to go get one. Because it is more important for the sheep to be together. It is more important for them to be unified than for the lone ranger to get caught up out there and consumed by the wolves. You've got to get with the body and with the shepherd. And when you come together, you have the power of unity. We need the body somebody say that we need the body and I realize I'm preaching to the choir because you're here but I know what I'm at war up against tonight and that I've been fighting is that spirit of darkness and disunity and this may not be so much for us here tonight more than to just remind the enemy you can try your best shot in dividing the body but we're here tonight uh, on Sunday night uh, to remind you one more time uh, you can't keep us apart uh, you can't stop the church uh, you can't keep us from going forward uh, you can't keep us from having revival I feel like I am preaching uh, to the face of darkness right now uh, you cannot stop us uh, from praying people through to the Holy Ghost uh, you cannot stop us uh, from baptizing people in Jesus name uh, you cannot stop us uh, from laying hands on the sick and the sick recover you cannot stop us from watching the lame walk the mute talk and the death here you cannot stop the church when we are together I wish I had a rise in this place tonight we are many members but we're one body we assemble we unite and we flex on the enemy Oh, shout unto the Lord, let that spirit of darkness know there's a church that meets here. Let that spirit of disunity know there's a body that comes together. Let it know. Oh, come on, don't stop, just for a few more moments. Uh, let hell know, uh, just for a few more moments. Uh, let the Prince of Darkness know. Uh, we're many members, uh, but we're one body. Uh, we're many members, uh, but we're one body. <laughs> There's been a general consensus amongst preachers right now that I've been talking to, friends, fellow evangelist, pastors, people that are mightily used by God, and that is that there's something going on in the spirit world. Good men have texted me and said, you need to pray. There's just something different about what's going on right now. I can't think straight. I just, I just don't know if I, can, if I can formulate a thought. Some of the best orators I know are saying, it seems like when I get behind the pulpit, I can't connect two words together. It is the end time war that is trying to divide the body. Trying to remove good men and good women trying to tell you there's no point in going there's no point in being apart there's no point in it since when is the word of a shepherd not enough last i heard he's my watchman on the wall last I heard he stands on a watch and looking into horizons I can't see from my point of view last I heard he climbs up into his tower peering into the future saying there's something on its way young man write the vision and get to running you got to get there you've got to deliver the word if the shepherd says it that's good enough for me I trust the man of God he's the watchman on the." wall he sees what I, uh, he sees what I do not see he hears what I do not hear he goes where I do not go he understands what I do not understand forsake not the assembling it's time for us to get around the shepherd and say preach to me men of God let me hear what the word of the Lord is. If you're at war in your mind, the first place you need to run to is to the voice of the shepherd. What you got for me this Sunday, Pastor? let me hear what the watchman has to say cause I know you're up there seeing what I cannot see and hearing what I cannot hear and doing what I cannot do and going where I cannot go your personal prayer life is powerful but even Samuel understood the word of God sounded a lot like his pastor Eli if you got a word that doesn't sound like what's coming across from your man of God you don't have a word you've got division trying to pull you away and trying to rob you from the body of Christ we gotta get back to hearing the shepherd the shepherd his word his voice it's it's like the glue that keeps us together Get out on your own trying to listen to things on your own i'm telling you you'll be that sheep that gets devoured by the wolves and you hear me the wolves right now their, their teeth are sharp their smelling is keen their ears pointed to your cries and they're waiting for a time to attack but if they know the shepherd is watching They understand we can't mess with somebody who's in spiritual alignment because where the anointing flows there is protection when the anointing comes down up over your head and gets down all over you even the enemy understands i can't touch a sheep that's been anointed by the shepherd i can't touch a sheep that's had the oil put on his head we gotta get back to spiritual alignment preach to me shepherd let me hear what you gotta say Well, I wouldn't expect to say all that, but we've got to understand the signs of the time. You see, we know that no man knoweth the day nor the hour, but Matthew 24 did say we would know the season of the coming. I don't know the exact moment, but I can feel the season are some things blooming that point to the end time there are some things happening that point to the end time so what is our action when we know things are about to happen we got to get oil in our lamps we've got to start pumping that oil to keep the fire burning we got to keep the fire burning we got to keep the fire burning. We need a personal prayer life. And we need a word from our shepherd. We've got to get back to unity. The body of Christ. Understanding the ability of us coming together is the most beautiful thing. Webster defines intervention as this. The act or the instance of intervening. Powerful. Wow. Thanks, Google. <laughs> the second definition. The act of interfering with a predetermined outcome. There are some things you've been praying against. There are some things that has been happening in the spirit world. And in this world right now. And there is only one thing that can change the outcome. And it's the word of prophecy that we heard this morning. There's one Lord. And he's God of all. He's God of heaven. And he's God of earth. And he is the only one that can intervene on the church's behalf. So how do we get a divine intervention? How do we get him to change a predetermined outcome? Our sicknesses, doctors write it out. You're diagnosed, there's your predetermined outcome. This is what's going to happen. You're either going to get over it if you take this antibiotic or you're going to die. Predetermined outcomes. And there is a spiritual disease just as what was preached today. That is writing some predetermined outcomes for people in the body of Christ. Writing your diagnosis out. Well, that's what you got. You ain't going to make it. And you let fear grip you and wear you down and tell you, if I go, this is going to happen. If I do, this is going to happen. If I believe that's going to happen. If I... And the only way we're going to have a shift in those type of outcomes is to have a divine intervention. We need God. To show up in this service right now. In a manner and a way. That no man can say. I preached that one into existence. That no person can take any credit for. But that when we walk away from it. We're going to say. Look what the Lord has done. In my text, I read of a divine intervention that took place of people that were working against the kingdom of God. They said that they would go, and they went and did. And they did all of this, watch. This Bible says they were in one language and of one speech. The word language there means vessel. I did a quick little study before I came out here to preach, and this is what I found about those two words. The word language means vessel. And the word speech means power or purpose. They assembled as the vessel of power and purpose. That's why in 1 Corinthians 12, 18, he begins to talk about you are many members, but you're one body. How can the arm say to this, I have no need? How can this say to that, I have no need? How can this say to that, I don't need you? But when the body understands the necessity of itself and the power of being together, imagine the kind of demonstration God will send to somebody working for his kingdom. If he stepped off his throne, came down to earth and used the same vocabulary they were using and he spoke to a host of angels and said, let us go to and do. Imagine what would happen right here tonight if everybody started looking around and saying i have such need of you to be in this service tonight you don't realize it but the person sitting across the room could be the conduit to you receiving everything you've ever needed in this moment tonight That's why it matters what we say about each other. That's why it matters about the spirit of unity. That's why it matters that we understand we're a vessel for the power and the purpose of the kingdom of God. We are not John Wayne's. I'm not standing up here by my own power. I'm not doing this. I told Brother Myers a few weeks ago, I said, if there's anything I understand about myself, I'm standing on foundations. I didn't live and drink it out of wells, I didn't dig. You're not here by your own making. You're here by a divine purpose of almighty God. Some things were set into motion. And God has miracles here for you tonight. God has destiny here for you tonight. God has a change in your future here for you tonight. You've just got to make it up in your mind. I've come for a specific purpose. And I will be used as the vessel for power and purpose. For there to be a divine intervention on my behalf. I've come weary so God I need you to intervene so I can leave strength I come hurting so God I need you to intervene so I can come whole God I've come broken so I need you to intervene so I can leave put back together God I've come with cancer so I need you to intervene to remove those white blood cells and to get things into order so that I can walk out of this place whole I've come with high blood pressure God I need your perfect blood uh, to enter into my vein stream rewrite the DNA uh, of the heritage that says uh, I'm going to have this DNA and there will be a divine intervention God uh, I've come Thank you for the 20% that are standing. But that's what I'm preaching about. If you loved your brother enough, you would understand. You standing could make all the difference on them getting what they need from God. Even if you came with not an ailment or a heartache or a pain, you ought to be willing to lift your hands so they can get their miracle. We're many members, but we're one body. Yes, we are here by ourselves, but I'm a part of something greater. We've got to get back to loving one another. We've got to get back to bearing one another's burdens. Imagine what could happen in this room However, many people are here started praying. uh, Let the fire fall. Let the fire fall. Lord, send them their miracle. Lord, send them their blessing. Lord, let it happen. Come on, that's it. Pray unto the Lord. Come on, just pray for a moment. Just pray for a moment. Come on, don't stop. Hundred percent participation. I'm telling you, demonstration of the holy ghost that will flow into this place if everybody started praying lord let them get their miracle don't pray for yourself scan across the room and look somebody in the eye and say lord send them their miracle lord send them their breakthrough lord send. i don't know what they need and i don't need to know but if you'll heal them god if you'll set them free god if you'll deliver them god We need a divine intervention, God. We need the power of the Holy Ghost uh, like we've never had it. uh, Fall in this room. uh, Fall in this body. uh, Consume all of us, Holy Ghost. Please, I know we've been here for a little bit. Stay standing. I'm hurrying to a close. Something about this service the thing that, that happened, I mean, the prophetic word that took place today. God is just trying to remind His people the simplicity of His power. I don't have to have a degree in miracles. I don't have to have a pedigree in preaching. I don't have to be perfect. Let me tell you the Lord spoke to me not too long ago. He's not calling people to perfection. He's calling people to faithfulness. It's not going to be well done, thou good and perfect servant. Well done, thou good and faithful. We need a baptism in this end time of faithfulness. Tonight, You don't have to even come to this altar. You don't have to make your way to the front. I'm telling you, you don't even have to come to the front because it's going to consume every corner of this place. Oh. That's what happens when everybody believes what they just said. That's what happened when people believe the spoken. You feel what just went through here when a simple spoken word of faith came forward? And about 80% of you said, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I you know what? I believe that. The, the fire of God's gonna consume this entire house. You know what? It's gonna happen to that corner and to that corner and to that corner. Oh my, it's really gonna happen. Oh my goodness. I, I don't even have to get out in the aisle. I don't even have to leave my chair, the fire of God. I'm telling you, I see a host of angels uh, in this room right now. Uh, There are angels of ministering. There are angels uh, that are literally standing holding uh, bombs of Gilead uh, that are waiting to walk to people in this room. Uh, There are angels of healing in this room uh, that are wanting to go to where you're at right now uh, and heal you of your infirmity to take away uh, your pain. Uh, I just want to know, is there a unified body uh, that'll throw their hands up and say, Lord, let it happen for them. too long, we've put the premium on one man being able to come in and do it all. I know I'm saying things, but you just, I just got to flow in the Holy Ghost. For too long, we've put premiums on one man coming in, speaking the word of faith, and it all happening. Or the body of Christ, whether you're behind the pulpit or not. Everybody, I'm going to quote by the Stone King in the New Testament, was a preacher. All of you that have the Holy Ghost in this room have the access and the ability to speak a word of faith over this congregation. As a matter of fact, I just felt a prompting. That's what we're going to do tonight. Not just the preacher is going to speak the word of faith. Everybody in this room is about to speak the word of faith with the preacher. 100% of us are about to speak the word of faith. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen too. You watch. Uh, Because when the body realizes uh, I'm powerful, uh, when I'm assembled, I'm powerful, when I'm unified, there is nothing that can come against a body uh, that is together. Uh, If they can do it uh, at Babel, uh, going against the work of God, imagine what's going to take place uh, when 300 people come together and say, uh, send the fire down. Uh, Imagine what's going to take place uh, when 300 people, by the authority of the word, of God and by the power of the name of Jesus I speak miracle working power into this room I speak the gifts of the spirit into this room Some of y'all starting to say it right now. Uh, Come on, that's it. Uh, Speak the word of faith over your neighbor right now. Speak the word of faith uh, over a different section right now. Speak the word of faith uh, over your husband and over your wife. Uh, Speak the word of faith uh, over your children. Come on, by the authority of the word of God uh, and by the power uh, of the name of Jesus. come on speak it Uh, reach your hand across the room Uh, pray for somebody all the way over there and speak the word of faith on that's it I feel something coming into this room right now I dare you to get out and operate in the gifts I dare you to move like the Holy Ghost is telling you to move I dare you to walk over to somebody and social distance pray for them I dare you to do what the Holy Ghost is telling you to do right now I dare you to operate I challenge you to go I challenge you to move I challenge you to do what the Holy Ghost is telling you to do come on let's watch it happen. Uh, let the body uh, be ministers uh, unto the body. Oh, the gifts of the Spirit are here. Uh, Come on, extend your hand. uh, By the authority of the Word of God uh, and by the power of the name of Jesus, Uh, I speak miracle-working power. Uh, I speak the fire of heaven uh, to consume every disease. Uh, I speak the fire of heaven uh, to consume every fear. Uh, I speak the fire of heaven uh, to consume every doubt, uh, every anxiety, every depression. Uh, Let it fall. Let it fall. Yes. Come on, it's here. Let the body minister to the body. Come on. There's some of y'all that are fighting a calling on your life. You've been called for 20 or 30 years and you fought it. You don't have time to waste anymore. Get up out of your pity party and out of your depression and get to work. Come on, move in the Holy Ghost. you 15 year old be used by god come on 75 year old be used by god come on middle-aged sir middle-aged ma'am be used by god come on feel the echo of the almighty in this room you've got it just go you've got it just go Come on, you need a miracle? Wave your hand. Your neighbor's going to pray for you. You need a miracle? Just wave your hand in the air. It ain't going to take somebody with a degree in preaching. It's just going to take somebody saying, I'm a part of the body of Christ. Come on, I feel a prompting. Uh, There are some people that are trying to be used, uh, and you're psyching yourself out. Uh, You gotta stop. Uh, You gotta quit letting things from the past hold you. Operate in the spirit. on, it's here. It's here. The gifts are in action. Just move. Just operate. Let the body work amongst itself. Let the body do what only the body can do right now. Minister one to another. Bring that bomb of Gilead to them. I release ministering angels to dispatch from this room and to go to people that are watching, that are wanting to be a part. I dispatch angels to their homes. I dispatch angels to their in Jesus name some of y'all need to remind yourself you've got charge over angels and you need to speak them into that family member's home you need to speak them into that ICU unit you need to speak them into the hospitals you need to speak them now There's going to be more miracles tonight. There's going to be more notable miracles tonight because this is the way the church was meant to operate. The church is being the church. come on that's it this is the way the body was meant to operate right here this is the way the body was meant to operate right here this is the way God intended for it to happen Uh, love one to another Uh, love one to another it ought to hurt your heart to to see your brother in need right now Uh, you ought to be chopping at the bit to to go pray for them come on uh, let's operate in the gifts This is what the enemy's trying to stop right now. You hear me. This is what the prince of this world right now is trying to put a stop to. He's trying to stop us from being the body. He's trying to stop us from operating as the body right now. This is what he's afraid of. The church being the church. The church being the apostolic body it's called to be. Come on, this is what it's about right here. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it. There's a sweet anointing in this room right now. There's a sweet anointing in this room right now. If you're not praying for somebody or with somebody, would you just lift your hands? There's a healing ointment in this place. I'm telling you, there's such a pure spirit of the Lord in here right now. The glory of the Lord is in this room. The glory of the Lord is in this room right now. Come on, just bask in his presence. Don't be in a hurry, please. Let's learn to linger. Let's tarry in his presence right now. Come on, that's it. If you're not praying with somebody, if you're not operating, would you just lift your hands and would you just bask in his glory? Come on, that's it. Just one more time. Would you lift your hands and would you just enjoy His presence right now? There's such a depth. To the, there's such a depth to this moment right now. The glory of the Lord is in this room. Let's just enjoy His presence right now. That's it. Come on, let's just enjoy His presence right now. Come on, this is tarrying right here. This is tarrying right here. This is when you know he's in the room and you just want to be around him. This is when you know his glory's in the house and you just want to stand in it and enjoy it.